0: get something in your hands right so and it doesn't have to be perfect so you can put it out there you can get it printed you can actually get it in your hand the little Amazon guy will deliver it and then you can touch and feel it 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 has this energy that comes along with it that motivates you to go make it better and one of the things that is throughout this course is how you just edit and enhance it's a constant effort of you know getting getting it started getting it out there and not getting stuck in it being perfect but also having the um, lack of ego humility might be the word having the humility to revisit it and to fix the mistakes and to um, you know constantly be making it better because that process has become so easy
1: Hey, friends, you're just taking a break from the podcast to let you know about a free download we have for you. The link is down below in the show notes. It is the 11 mind shifts that really you need to make to shift in the new information and influencer economy. That's what you're involved in right now. I don't know about you, but when I was starting this, I really didn't know how to go about things. And maybe you've done what I've done. You think, you know what? seems like I learned everything the hard way. So these are 11 lessons that we learned, goodness, over the course of about seven or eight years of uh, honestly some victories and then really transparently some mistakes that were made in the publishing industry. And so all of that has really shifted. And as we say many times, you don't need the permission of someone to publish your idea or to release your message to the world. What you really need is just a simple process, a step-by-step framework that works for you, that other people have used. The 11 Mind Shifts really is the startup of that. And so you're gonna learn how to use different processes, you're gonna learn how to share your message, you're gonna learn, hey, where's the money actually come from? uh, Whether you're motivated by the income or not, it honestly takes money to amplify your message. And so we'll talk about the place of a publisher, the place of do-it-yourself. All of that information is in a free PDF download. Just click the link in the show notes below uh, at www.amplifyonline.info slash 11. I'll repeat it, amplifyonline.info slash 11, and you'll have instant access to the 11 mind shifts. That is amplifyonline.info slash the number 11. Man, I just took a picture of us here doing this podcast, and, you know, Beth, you made this remark. You're like, hey, we don't have the headphones on. Maybe that's later. Like, there are all these misconceptions about podcasting that no, people No, what have. I said
0: was, can I go get my noise-reducing headphones just to look cooler?
1: <laughs> I, I mean, but, well, that's why a lot of people wear those headphones is just because they think cool. that they should look that way.
0: Well, I wear mine because so I can't hear you sometimes.
1: The noise reducers,
0: yeah, like because yeah. we share an office and sometimes you are loud,
1: right? I mean, yeah,
0: not in a bad way. It's just the differences, Whistle, talk, jump yeah,
1: on like the phone, you're on Zooms
0: and stuff. So have music. I mean, if you want to take a picture of me doing that, I could look cool. I don't know. I didn't have, I didn't get my earphones. Well, I mean, you know,
1: it's it's not that you can't do the podcast with headphones. Uh, that that's kind of good, but at the same time, it's almost like. You know, people assume you got to have all this fancy schmancy equipment to do all these things. And it's a great segue into what we want to talk about today because, like, people really need to shift their mind and their perspective on how that could happen. what What's really required mm-hmm. to do all this kind of stuff. A lot of the things in the industry have changed, meaning the publishing industry, the information industry, the influencer industry. That's really what all of this is. And once you kind of wrap your head around some of the mind shifts, meaning, you know, stuff like, now this isn't one of them, this is just kind of a freebie that I've never thought of, that, hey, I don't need a fancy studio with big, puffy headphones in order to podcast my message. And once you get beyond some of that stuff, you start realizing, oh, goodness, like, this is attainable. I remember we were recording the Amplify course. Uh, Last week, as of the recording of this podcast, now, I mean, this thing's going to air at some point way off in the future, but, you know, sitting in that room and then teaching the handful of friends who had come to watch us record that live and seeing people dumbfounded, it's not the right word, uh, but just surprised, maybe delightfully shocked that when it came time to editing video, that you don't have to have all this uh, Adobe Premiere. You don't have to have ProPresenter. Those are things that certainly you can build up to, uh, but when I started editing my video for the first video courses, we were editing those with iMovie, which comes right out of the box free with the computer. Or people being surprised that some of the graphics that are all throughout still that workbook are designed in Keynote, which is Apple's kind of version of PowerPoint, but I I, I prefer the Apple stuff. I think it is much more efficient and effective. It looks better, works better with my workflow. Like that all that was designed in Keynote to be the slides for the presentation, which were then drug into the book and are the same slides used in all of our email funnels. It's the same graphics used on social media. It's free out of the box. And right now we're even recording this podcast, not in a studio. I'm on an iPad, not not even top of the line. It's plugged into uh, this voice memos software with you know a $100 microphone, no headphones at our kitchen table. This is something that absolutely everybody can do. And honestly, if there's just one of us talking right here, I probably wouldn't even be using this microphone. I would talk straight into the iPad, but the microphone tends to Face forward,
0: yeah. Help you hear me, not face
1: both. Yeah, you got to hear both of us. So, uh, you you know, there's all these mind shifts now. You said it really well when we were kind of setting up the test feeds and all this for the podcast. That people so often think they need permission to do these things, Uh, meaning permission from a gatekeeper, a publisher, permission from a professional somewhere. And like you know, with this episode right here, I would just like to say, hey, this is absolutely your permission. You don't need anybody else's permission. Like you, you have it. You just need a process to walk through that's going to empower you to share. Uh, we just even say it like this: to multiply and to monetize and stick a megaphone on that message that is deep already inside of you. Man, that is a long intro.
0: That was. Let's um. Let's. Let's dive right in. Let's make an assumption that the people that are listening that are going to get the most out of this are just a minor adjustment away from making a major breakthrough in the processes that they already have, meaning um, they're 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 doing something. They have a system. They have a process. It just may not be a very good one, um, but they're not far off. They can make just a minor adjustment and really take... Um, themselves to a whole nother level so with that assumption am i are you good with that
1: i'm good yeah whatever just like steer it wherever you want it to. well i think
0: that it makes me feel better because when you think that there's all this huge stuff that you have to do you tend to or i tend to people tend to you know stall or stop um until they can get it all sorted and that that that's that's not what we're doing here so we're breaking it down And we're going to talk about the mind shifts, which is one of my favorite topics in life in general is just, you know, the ability to, to switch one thing, see things completely different, or at least having the emotional intelligence to do that. Yeah. I think that people get a really, um, cool dose of us here because some of our heart messages have to do with emotional intelligence, emotional healing, soul healing, um, and so we do – You're we probably just, like, don't even realize how much we talk from that perspective. But yet we're talking about media stuff. Right. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the psychology, the behavior, all of those things, which, you know, plays into this as well. But so moving on, let's talk about the mind shifts that you wrote in your book.
1: So not the podcast mind shift, but the actual mind shifts. Well, I, I mean, I think it leads straight into that. It, like, is to make a great – You know, segue from it is so often I I think that content creators or, or let's just say like this would be content creators, people that feel like they've got something to say, they tend to think that they've got to get somebody else to approve it before they put it down. Now, a lot of that goes back to the publishing industry has changed. So back in the day, if you are going to write a book, what you did is you kind of first started writing out a proposal and a draft and where is it going to go and who am I going to sell it to? And is somebody, you going to say, oh, yep, you can do it. We'll publish it. We'll get it out there. And that game has radically changed in your favor. Um, here's, here's what I mean. Now, I've written for years, back in the day, I wrote a lot of stuff that's never seen the light of day. I was working at a church and we would write these study guides where I would kind of teach through books of the Bible and then there would even be questions in there that parents could ask their kids. There would be questions where people could take a deeper dive and study. We never really published it. And in fact, I never really published, you know, anything until, you know, about eight years ago. I've formally published some stuff. After I got involved with the home-based business network marketing industry and really just wanted to write a book to teach people how to run their business, people that were on our team that could then see the value of this different kind of business model, create a different income stream. and Through that process, I really learned something incredible because when it came time to market that book, I learned a lot about websites because I was setting it up, selling it on my website, which meant... All of a sudden, I had to learn about payment processors and opt-ins and collecting email addresses and getting approval from Authorize.net and Verisign and all this kind of stuff. But when it came time to sell the book on a big scale, I stumbled on something when I, I, I called the office of the network marketing company, the home-based business company I was in, and one of the guys who was one of the C-suite leaders had been kind of my de facto fact checker during that time. And I asked him, I said, hey, is there any way I can get this book into convention at this year's event? And the convention was probably six, seven weeks away. He called right back and said, hey, yeah, call this person at this number. They're expecting to hear from you. So I reached out and kind of took that lead. And the woman on the other end of the communication She instantly asked me if I could ship her 1,000 books. So whereas I'd only sold 100 or so at events and off my website, in that instance, I sold 1,000. I remember going to the back office of, it was CreateSpace at the time, KDP, their forerunner. Amazon's self-publishing platform is what I produced this book through, Uh, meaning I didn't wait for a publisher. I had just gone to one. And so... The books I could buy them at my cost was about three dollars and fifty cents a book. We agreed on a wholesale price, which is generally about sixty percent of retail. Uh, I sold these books for a little less than ten dollars a piece. So I went into Amazon's back office on KDP Create Space, ordered a thousand. I entered in my credit card. Paid about $3,500, sent them an invoice, the books hit the shipping pallet several days later. They wrote me a $10,000 check. After I deposited that check, paid off the credit card, I made a net gain of slightly over $6,000 for a box of books, and a box is that I never touched. Now I'm walking through the halls of that convention. And I bump into a friend who has his book now being sold by the same publisher. This was a publisher who bought my books in bulk. And he asked me, he says, hey, um, and I don't know why he asked this, but it was so insightful, the resulting result conversation from it. Did they publish your book also? I, I don't know why he would have asked that because the assumption would have been that they did, yet they had not. And so he and I are dialoguing and he tells me about this great publishing deal that he's got where they sell his book and at the end of every month they reconcile the numbers and then he receives about fifty cents per copy that was sold that month. And I'm sitting there thinking, My goodness, like you're getting fifty cents a book. I, I got, you know, about twelve times that amount, and I don't have to wait till the end of the month. I was able to sell my book and collect my money on the front end, and now they have the liability of that book. And then here's what was interesting as well, kind of the second step to that whole conversation. I didn't tell him; like I just kind of kept my mouth closed. Like I didn't know how to explain it. You just, you know, it's just kind of you sit on it and go, okay, this is good information to file for future use, uh, meaning perhaps a podcast or a book that you're going to write, you know, seven eight years into the future. He said, yeah, I'm hoping that I can make a video course based on my book. And so I'm going to talk to them about it after convention. We're going to set a meeting and I'm going to see if we can do that. And I asked him, I said, what do you you mean see if we can do that? He said, well, you know, like they have the rights to the book now. And so I've got to talk with them and see if that's something they want to do. And I I thought, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, hold on. Like you've got this message and now they're the gatekeeper to you, the content creator of how and when you get to share this message. So n- not only have they kind of hamstrung what you can make off the message. Like you can't even develop and cheat, tweak and change that message. And amplify it to others without their permission. And, and of course I said it in a little bit different way. It's just kind of figuring it out. And I thought man. Like I don't. I don't need anybody's permission to. You know develop my message. One of the big questions I get a lot is the technology how tech savvy do you have to be and many people assume that they don't have the knowledge or skill set to do the technology that's required to amplify your message here's the deal The way people interact with websites has radically changed, but the technology itself has changed more in your favor. Back when I began, we had to band-aid six, seven, sometimes eight or ten different platforms together. And when one broke, it was like a domino chain reaction they all fell apart. Now, everything I do is all under one platform, all under one roof. It's Kajabi. So if you've ever seen a website that I put together, it was on Kajabi. If you've received an email from me, sent that through Kajabi. If you've made a purchase and then you've logged in to uh, your online library to see a video or a course or even a podcast like this one or even heard an audiobook, all of that featured in Kajabi. Kajabi means to take flight and what they'll do is really provide you the resources and the tools to help your message take flight and get it out there. Here's the great news. We have a link down below to all of our tools and where you can take advantage of a free trial in Kajabi. We'll provide you some free training. You can make an offer very quickly and begin selling that. And before you even need to pay anything um, for that platform, you could be actually in the green, earning your money. I tell you this too. A lot of people go, well, it's got to be really expensive. No, no, no. I pay less than 15 to 20 percent per month to run this than I was paying to pull everything else together. That's all on Kajabi. Take advantage of the link below and uh, we'll help navigate you through the process of amplifying your message on Kajabi. So after that I was able to take that book. and. I was able to transform it into a video course. I was able to transform it into a a whole nother book, kind of spring off of that book. I was able to transform it into a book that was promoted into a different language, was able to turn it into keynote speeches that I gave at some live events. In other words, it created this ripple effect. And what I saw in all of that is, yeah, sure, there are some authors out there that make, I- incredible, exorbitant amounts of revenue off of these high, uh, amazing contracts. However, mo- most of us, that's not where we start. That's probably not even where most of those people start. You hear all these stories about John Grisham, the you know great author that writes all these thrillers that have been turned into movies, selling books out of the trunk of his car early on. So while you're in that, selling it out of the trunk of my car stage, what do you do? Well, you, you work off a framework that gives you a system to amplify the message, to transform that content into other forms, courses, coaching, keynotes, all, membership sites, all kinds of other ways of not not recreating content, not making more stuff. You already got everything you need if you've written that book, but repurposing it, repackaging it in different directions. And when you do that, you start making exponentially more um, because... It's your message, and now you can do whatever you want to with it. Does that, does that make sense?
0: Uh, yeah, that was, that was amazing. That was, I mean, yeah, it makes perfect sense. And, I mean, and to talk further, there's even other options that you can get into, but, um, you know, another day we can talk about that. What came to mind when I was listening to you was... <laughs> He's making fun of me right now. This is when I wish that we could be on video so you could see what he was doing right then. But anyway, moving on. Um, what's so cool is there's some tricks in trade. I guess there would be tricks that we've learned with like KDP, for example, how you right. literally what blows my mind is the speed in which you can get something in your hands. Right. So, and it doesn't have to be perfect. So, you can put it out there, you can get it printed, you can actually get it in your hand, the little Amazon guy will deliver it. And then you can touch and feel it. It 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 has this energy that comes along with it that motivates you to go make it better. And one of the things that is throughout this course is how you just edit and enhance. It's a constant effort of, you know, getting getting it started, getting it out there and not getting stuck in it being perfect, but also having the um, lack of ego, humility might be the word. Having the humility to revisit it and to fix the mistakes and to, um, you know, constantly be making it better because that process has become so easy. And if that is not motivating to someone, you need to check your pulse. Someone that needs uh, or that well, led to do right. Yeah. yeah. So all of these things are just so exciting. Um, I remember years and years ago, I had a precious friend. She's still my friend now, but, like, she kept coming to me, um, and she wanted to do an, a devotional book. And I could not at the time get my head wrapped around how we would do that because in my limited perspective – we had to have a publisher. We had to have all right. this money. Like some of it was ignorance that I just didn't know the process. But the other part was just that there was no KDP during the, that time. And so it didn't make any sense to me how just two, two kids from Mississippi could um, write a devotional. Even though we had the message on our heart, we had it written on, in our journals. But I just could not see the bridge between taking it from that sheet of paper into the published world. And so now, like, I, I really want to just pick up the phone and call her and apologize for leaving her hanging all of those times because she had a great idea and the, the idea was going to fund another idea that she was having and she needed my help. And I, you know, I just kept leaving her hanging because I couldn't see how to get from A to B. Right. And now I think back, I'm like, golly, we need to, we need to write that. And we could probably have it written in a week you know, with a little bit of focus and implementing some of the processes that are taught in this framework.
1: Well, that's what's, you know, I mean, just a recent example on that is, you know, we're writing the Amplify book. Goodness, I wrote that, what, November, last week of October, all of November, all of December, early January. And at some point, I think it was in the end of December, Randy and I, uh, you know, my friend Randy and I were talking and I told him, I said, at some point, I'm going to turn this into a video course. I want to shoot it. And the dialogue of that was like, yeah, it's easier to shoot it with a live audience than it is to just kind of shoot it in the room with no energy. And so that kind of shifted into, well, hey, like, I'd like to sit in the room. Well, hey, let's invite some people in the room. Oh, let's get 10 to 15 people in here to where instantly, like, we're thinking, all right, I got all these slides that were the slides for the book. Let's build them out, make the slides that are going to be uh, there for the workbook, create the workbook. And then we ordered the workbook, literally from the time we uploaded that workbook to Amazon's back office, we had the workbook in hand, what, two two days later or something like that, adjusted it, uploaded it again, had them in hand three days later uh, in time for the event, and was able just to tell everybody, when I got up there to film, say, hey, this is an unedited version, you've been editing it, but told them, hey, look, this is unedited, it's not yet fit for, you know, it would be like mass consumption. So you're gonna find typos and all these things in here. And when you see them, I wanna know so that we can get this thing out there in the best possible way. You know, so you don't you don't have to necessarily wait for perfect, start looking at it. You don't have to wait for permission to start doing it. You don't have to wait for it to be completely polished, it's not going to be. Uh, but you do give yourself permission, yourself permission, not wait for someone else's, and then you just start walking through that process. And that—that's a new mind shift, really.
0: It, it definitely is for me. And the edit—you know—my role to edit this book did not come until after I sat through the teaching, like the right. two days of listening. Because you wrote it, like I proofed some of it, but I was also in, like, just knee-deep working on another project the entire time that you. Wrote this, so it wasn't like I was a part of every single piece of it. So much content. I think there's like six, seven hundred pages, maybe. How many pages? In the, well, in the book, in the, in the, ma- in the, main in the book,
1: book, I wrote everything that was going to be on the website and funnels, right? Courses and everybody. So
0: you know, I sat down to look at it several times um, before the. Um, I lost my train of thought, before the recording, but it was just so overwhelming. It was too much stuff. But to sit through the recording and listen to it. I knew um, a younger me would not have been able to do that. Meaning, I would have felt like it needed to be perfect, which is also handicapped me from you know doing things that probably I should have in real time. But just the order of being able to edit and enhance it, edit and enhance it. And so I just gave myself permission to wait until after I listened to you talk and teach it and just absorb the information from a different perspective. And then I dived straight into editing, and that's what I've been doing this whole week. Yeah. Which, oh, golly, I just can't speak to how much I, I learned. I, you know, I, I said it to my mom this way when she was asking me how the weekend went, It. I did not learn anything new, as far as I mean. Mind you, we've both been in this industry for a long time. We've been doing life together, so talking a lot about it. I mean, it's like it's what we eat and sleep, and um, but around the clock. So I didn't learn anything new. But what I did learn was the order, like how to honor the the processes, um, honor the technology, and doing it in a way that you could do one thing really, really well one time and recycle it and then just going back and having the mindset to grab things that, um, you know, maybe performed really well on social media or just really stirs your heart and repurposing that. So I learned how to honor the order of the process and I think that that's one of the big humongous values of this framework if I had to summarize it. I mean, for me at least, and I live with you. So, (laughs) you know, let's not forget that. But, you know, it's an assumption to think that, like, we exchange this information and and have this, like, straight line to seeing it the same exact way. So I take it, and I I have, like, 15 ideas going to the left, and you, you wrote it, but you have 15 ideas going to the right, and then here we sit, and... That makes not 30 ideas. That makes like this endless amount of ideas that just start coming from all of that um, collaboration.
1: All right. So we got got to land it. Uh, I would say here's part of the mind shift is uh, – and by the way, you know, if we can help you with this, there's a free PDF download. We talked about it earlier. I'll put the link down in the show notes there. It's at amplifyonline.info slash the number 11. Okay. Amplifyonline.info slash 11. Again, you don't need somebody else's permission. You really just need a process. And, uh, when you go down those, download those 11 mind shifts, they'll really help you walk right through that. And, uh, we'll help you take the process from where you are to where you're designed to be in this area. Anything else you want to sign off with
0: Well, when we come back, we're going to be talking about two more mindsets uh, or mind shifts, rather, um, which is really exciting because we get to sit in this whole mind shift thing for at least how many more episodes? A couple. couple, couple, It depends on if we crack
1: one or two per. Who knows?
0: Yeah. So until next time.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's sign off. Amplify. We're here. Step by step methods. We're going to help you multiply and monetize Anna added this. Put a megaphone on your message. You've and got is something to say. unofficial,
0: you guys. Is,
1: <laughs> We're going to help you say it louder, louder so people fear. can hear it. All right.